Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. Dear Niall, happy Christmas to you and Karen. Funny one for you. My five-year-old daughter hates hugs or any kind of touching. Unless she initiates it. I don't mind at all. She often hugs me. But my mother-in-law gets very annoyed at her and calls her rude. My husband has tried to bribe my daughter to give granny a hug, but she sticks out her tongue. I don't think they mean the granny sticks out her tongue. I mean the daughter. Anyway, I think we need to respect children's boundaries and ask for consent for this kind of stuff. My husband tells me I'm being daft. She's only five. It sounds like this shouldn't be a big deal, but I am dreading Christmas Day over it. There'll be a stand-up row, as usual, I know it. Please ask your listeners just to weigh in on this. That comes in from Joan. So, I remember this as a kid. I remember my father, as we'd be leaving my granny's house on Christmas Day, and all the aunties would be there, etc., etc., my father would turn around and he'd say, go over and give your granny a kiss. And as a kid, you're kind of going, oh, I don't want to give granny a kiss. Go over and give your, just go over and give your granny a kiss and your auntie a hug, you know? And you would. You just do it. And you know what? I'm a very affectionate person. Um, and I think people grow up cold if they're not trained to do that. I know this sounds awful. It's not like a trained monkey or anything like that. I understand boundaries. I understand consent. But there's also a, a line, a fine line, between raising a child who then turns out to be extremely cold as well. And that can have a massive effect on their relationship when they get older. Because we do have to teach children as well that affection is okay if you love somebody. Affection is okay. Affection is a good thing. You know, if you're family. Like my kids, when, when they were young, and still to this day, my son, who's now 27, he'd always give me a bit of a head boop or something like that. Or he used to, we used to just, I used to kiss him on the forehead, even up the age of 20 when he was going. And he would do the same to me sometimes. You know, and, and that's just because they were raised with affection. Hugs were okay. But some kids are raised with this idea that you don't do it unless the child gives consent. And what happens is when they get to like 15 or 16 years of age, they don't want to hug anybody because they don't believe it's appropriate. And if you don't want to believe, if you don't believe it's appropriate to hug somebody, you don't want to hug somebody, don't hug somebody. That's fine. But when we're talking about four and five year olds, I think we have a duty and a responsibility as parents to teach them that affection is okay. It's a good thing in the right circumstances. So, I want to ask you a question. Do you believe you need the consent of a five-year-old to hug their granny? Should you actually ask the five-year-old, you know, is it okay? Do you mind hugging your granny? Or should you say to the five-year-old, go over and give your granny a hug, your granddad a hug? Is it, should you tell them to do it or should you ask them? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 188 Let me go to Valerie. Valerie, hi, how are you? Hey, Niall, how's things? Good. Valerie, it is a good question, isn't it? Because particularly the world we live in now, but I think you should be telling them to do it. Yeah, well, I suppose telling is the wrong word. Um, I think guiding them and, you know, let them see if uh, the parent is not hugging the parent, mm-hmm. then why would the five-year-old have to hug the parent at the other parent, you, you know, and at the same time, I understand, you know, consent, boundaries. Um, I think um, Joan's email, was it, about her mother-in-law? She's concerned. Yeah, she said that every time they ask the child to hug her, her granny, 
she sticks her tongue out or she doesn't want to do it. And the husband thinks this is just rude, but the wife says, oh, well, no, she doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to do it. Give, give her her boundaries. Let her let her choose. I'm kind of going, well, hold on a second. You also got to teach the child that's rude to do. You don't stick your tongue out. Yeah. Tongue. You know well, what I mean? For, well, from my point of view, um, I think the parent, Joan and her husband should um, get used to the idea of being a parent and it's not that easy. Mm. You know, and there's neither black or white. It's like, you know, I, what I find actually in Ireland life is people don't grow up, you know, like grannies don't grow with their grandchildren. You know, oh, you're five, surely you love me. And then you're seven. And oh my God, I thought you were only four. And I do that with my own kids. I forget that they are growing people. But, it, but is there anything you know, wrong with them hugging? You know, is there anything wrong with turning around to your five-year-old? Because I remember it was said to me when I was a kid when I didn't want to hug me auntie. I mean, you know. Oh, I did it too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, father would say, go over and give your granny a hug before yeah. we go. Give her a hug, will you? Yeah, for God's sake. Right? And, yeah. and you just yeah. did. But here's the thing. As much as we have to teach children about consent, which is really, really important, right? We also have to teach them that affection is okay too. We have to teach them to be affectionate because you you don't you're not naturally well, affectionate. That's the word that I would latch on to there. Um, now I would be teach. Yes. Um, I think maybe more so show them that it's okay. You know, let everybody hug each other. There's nothing wrong with hugging. Like if you grow no. up in a house where your mother and father, for example, like my mother and father did hold hands. My mother and father did hug each other. Um, but if you grow up in a household where mothers and where your mother and father are not affectionate towards each other, you know, and don't hold hands or don't give each other a hug, you know, when they meet after work or whatever it is, I think you're going to grow up the same way. I think you grow up in that kind of cold. Absolutely, and that's so important. You yeah. see, I mean, what we're missing here is the teaching. Now you do this. You're five years old. You go over there and you hug your grandmother. You know that's not fair. You know it's like. Just show that hugging is okay. And I suppose if you want to get onto the consent and the boundaries when children, and I hate to use the word children because it's a category, when in fact we were we were all the same species. We're just at a different age. Yeah, we're all the same species, but we're, we're, we become a lot more knowledgeable as we get older. We understand life better, obviously, as we get older, right? Yeah. I mean, and, but we would we never be able to do that if we weren't taught how to do it. Yeah, but you you remember being five. Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, you yeah. remember being ten. Mm-hmm. And you remember being fifteen. Yeah. And do you remember the difference in how you felt about life at those stages in your life? I find it hard to remember the difference. I do remember. I can remember my wherewithal when I was a teenager, but as as a child, I just remember moments. Mm. Yeah, so you don't remember how you thought in those days, or mm. you know, but but you do remember the moments. I can remember those moments. Mm. I remember one of my aunties had a beard, which, <laughs> and my dad used to always say, "Give your auntie a kiss before we go." This is and I'm looking at her going, "Oh, she has a beard," <laughs> you know. She had a little, you know, a little hairy chin, and I, and I was, was the, and so I remember, I remember, and I remember my uncle, one of my uncles had a smell of alcohol, which was really bad. I think he was an alcoholic, actually. The uncle, Michael was his name. And he had a, he, he was a very famous boxer, I believe. He's probably long mm. since dead. But he always had a smell of alcohol and he'd give me a big yeah. hug when and he'd come in. And it's the, nice no, either. the smell of alcohol often used to actually really upset me. 
But he'd give me a big hug, you know, when he's seen me, you know. Say, for example, now then, if you met that man, you wouldn't mind hugging him and the smell of alcohol of him because, you know, we we see things differently at different ages. Yeah. No, I agree. agree. So are you there, Valerie? Have I lost you? I am, yeah. Oh, yeah, I lost everything. But, But again, I say to you that as much as we have to teach children about boundaries and consent, we also have a duty as parents to teach them about affection. That it's That's okay to hug somebody, and it's not nice yeah. to stick your tongue out at somebody when when they and ask you for a hug. Are important, family yeah. particularly are really important for hugs and you know safety and families. We hope would be, but I get from the email there's an issue with the mother-in-law and the husband. And, well, I, and I don't know if the, the so, mother-in-law per se has an issue, or there's an issue with the mother-in-law. Isn't she the one that the five-year-old sticks her tongue out? Yeah, yeah. At? Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely an issue there now. <laughs> <laughs> Stay there for a second. Let me go to David. David, hi. How are you? Hello, Val. How are you going? Yeah, no, I'm great. Yeah, no, I'm with Valerie, 100%. Hi, David. Um, okay. The, um, the the whole, the whole um, forced affection nonsense. Um, yeah, it, it's... Right. If if the child is brought up in a, in an environment where um, they see adults hugging whatever, yeah, without without any issues being put around it. Now that five year old is reacting the way she's reacting because she's seen or heard something. That is that is learned activity. Yes. Or, um, may, or maybe, or maybe she's just being rude. She's five. She's five. No, she's, yeah, but she could learned, be bold. That is learned. That is learned activity. So what? You think the mother-in-law might have did something to her? I've got no idea. I, I think somebody. Has, she has. She's reacting that way because she has seen that somewhere, somewhere in some rea- place. Mm. Mm. Now. Um, the mother-in-law to insist on being hugged is the mother-in-law knows that that's a forced reaction. Yeah, and leave the kid alone. Leave the kid alone. Mm. He's five years old. He's trying to enjoy Christmas. You know, mommy and daddy are fighting because I don't want to hug granny. You know, absolutely. grow up, guys. Not the five-year-old. She will eventually. And but I, 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 I kind that. of agree, maybe in this circumstance, because I can see what you're both saying in relation to this particular situation. But David, in general, that idea that, and you probably remember it as a kid as well, your parents probably said to you, hug your auntie, hug your granny, whatever it was. They had to tell you to do these things. You didn't naturally do it. Uh, no, <laughs> no they, wouldn't, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't go near that. No. Oh, no. they didn't tell you to do it? Well, see, when well, my parents did. Valerie, did your parents tell you to hug your granny? Well, to be fair, no, Niall, I'm one of 14. Right, okay, um, there's a lot of hugging going on, so. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> and a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, 14. Well, there was a lot what, of... A 14? Was there no television in your house? Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, there was no toilet until I was like eight or something. But, you know, in then times, it was different. You know, well... And did you, uh, by the way, the 14 of you, did you live in, like, just a standard three-bed house? Uh, yeah, in the country, in the middle of, uh, 
the bog, really. So it was, um, it was like five to a bedroom, was it? You see, it's hard to figure it out. <laughs> I, like, it is. Seriously, like, because my brother, Michael, he is 72. Okay. And my, I'm 55. My youngest brother is 53. Okay. So, there was, like, there was a big gap. People moved out. Yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. Okay, okay. So there's yeah, almost a generation there. I don't there. ever remen- remember hugging that much. Yeah. So but there was never really a stage when all 14 of you were there at the same time kind of thing. Yeah. I hope not, Niall. <laughs> I was going to say, that'd be a busy house. be like a train station. <laughs> but David, you do, I mean, I know kids who grow up as teenagers and they're really cold. And then they're, they're cold as adults. I'm... Not as much now because of the world we live in and, of course, you know, uh, and I understand consent and all that. But I would be a very huggy person if I haven't seen somebody in a while. You know what? Give them a hug or they give me a hug or whatever. I'm a huggy person. My wife is the same. She's a very huggy person. She gives wonderful hugs, by the way. Um, She's a very huggy person, too. is that your ex-wife or your partner? Oh, my wife. I'm married again. Oh, congratulations. I did not know that. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, we got married last November. We're actually married a year now. We got married last November. Oh, oh cool. Happy yeah. days. Thank you. Happy anyway, yeah, so, so so, Karen is like really huggy. Uh, I'm really huggy. So we're quite, kind of an affectionate couple, right? We often said, by the way, if we went to Dubai, we'd be arrested, right? So we're, <laughs> we're, we're constantly hugging. We don't want to do that. No. So when, when I find when parents show affection... Their children grow up the same way. But if parents don't, or if you parents who are cold towards each other, I think the children grow up like that too. And I don't know whether that's really nice. I think it's important for their relationships when they get older as well to be affectionate when it's appropriate to be affectionate, obviously. Do you understand what I'm saying? Am I wrong, David, that affection is part of life? You know what I mean? When I think it's appropriate is when, when both parties want to get involved in that activity. Um, it is inappropriate to do anything other than uh, certainly to force somebody to be affectionate when they don't feel that affection. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it is about um, like how people behave. Sorry, David, go ahead. No, no, go for it, Valerie. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah, ahead, go a, ahead, Valerie. Yeah, it's like, you know, everybody thinks. Well, I remember when I was pregnant, I have three children, three girls, and I thought I was having a baby. And I, I did. I had three babies. And I didn't, I thought I was raising kids. But I wasn't raising kids. I was raising adults. Yeah. And that's shock and realisation, isn't it, Dad? Do you have kids, David? I do. I have one daughter, yeah. I, she's Ooh. got 16, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you are. Well, you you are. You are. You, they say that you're. Well, what's what's that I heard the other day? You're dying from the day you're born. So, in other <laughs> words, yeah, and it's a terrible thought, isn't it? But you it's are dying truth. from the day you're born. It's the truth. Yeah, because yeah, you are. You know, you're raising an adult essentially. Well, or somebody who will be be an adult. Stay there for a second, David and Valerie. Let me just go to Robbie if I can. Robbie, hi. How are you? Not bad, Neil. How are you? Good. Robbie, I mean, you heard the kind of email there from the wife saying she gets a bit cheesed off with the husband forcing their five-year-old to give their granny a hug. Is there anything wrong with what the husband is doing? Saying, you know, go on, go over and hug your granny, for God's sake. Well, I often say that to my own, my own kids. If I'm visiting my grandmother or my mother and if I'm heading away and whatever, give my mom or grandmother a hug and, like, I'd often say it 
to my daughter or my son give Nanny a whole goodbye tell her you see the next time and sometimes they will and sometimes they won't and sometimes they might be hugging my leg as if to say like I don't want to or you know no, they wouldn't see him all that often either so maybe you're they're a little bit strangers but like it's if they don't want to they don't want to and there's no big deal and it's never a big deal either from my grandmother or mother if they don't want it or they're usually like I'll leave her off she's okay or mm. you know don't yeah, I, I do understand why grannies get a little bit annoyed sometimes because they think, you know, they idolise their grandchildren, obviously, you know, and they, they love them, but, and they kind of maybe feel a little bit hurt by the fact that they don't want to hug them. So I, I kind of understand that. Yeah, of course. But at the, at the same time, then, like, you're not going to want to, I suppose, have that barrier between you and your child, then, as if say, well, mom and dad always make me do stuff I don't want to do. Like, I'm not comfortable doing it. And I get they're only a young age. Like, my daughter's not even four. She's not four till February. But still, I, like, if she says no or if she's, un, if she's uneasy in that situation, then that's it. Like, she's not going to do it. But do you think do it really has, I don't know, I hear people saying this, but do you think it really has some sort of damaging effect? Because I was forced to do it. You know what I mean? And when I say I was but forced I was to do it. Well, I was as well. I was yeah, as well. I don't think it did me any harm. At that age. I don't think it did. No, and you like, know. me and Mike, as you as you touched upon there, like, you know, you and your wife are huggy people, and me and my partner are huggy people, and we're affectionate people, and, you know, like, in the morning, when we have breakfast, like, and the kids are there, like, it's a good morning kiss, and, yeah. you know, and, and, like, we are, and, like, our kids are affectionate towards us, like, they're huggy with us, you know, and... And that's good, like, if they that's don't okay. Hug other people are, like, if they don't want to hug their cousins, or their aunts and uncles, or their grandparents, then that's, in my book, that's okay, like, they're, like, they're not doing anything wrong. Like I, if they don't, if they don't, sometimes they will, and sometimes they won't. You but know? see, but and see, but I, as I, I said to Valerie, it's our job to teach them too from a very young age because your kids see you do you and your missus hugging all the time or kissing, right? That's fine, I, you know. And so they learn that that's okay to do to somebody that you love. It's affection is a is a good thing to show to somebody if you like them or you love them. Whereas kids that grow up not seeing that and not being told or thought that that's a good thing to do to somebody you're affectionate with or somebody that you love they grow up then I believe quite cold which may have an effect on their relationships when they get older yeah, I, maybe, I, maybe I that's just my maybe that's that. in my head no I, I tend to agree with you on that 100% 100% hmm. but then you have to with that email I got sent in is this are the husband and wife that far apart that the daughter doesn't know that hugging is okay yes yeah, you know or is it or is it again that you know, like, I definitely don't agree with the child sticking out their tongue. Like, there's, there'll be no way in hell that would be acceptable because no. that is disrespectful on everything. But then again, a five-year-old has to see that from somewhere. So where did you see, where did she see that from? You know, exactly. was it from parents messing? Was it from the grandparents messing? You know? Mm. So Andy, a five-year-old Yeah, the five-year-old could have got that in school as well. You wouldn't know. Sorry, Valerie, you want to say something? Sorry, go on. Uh, sorry, what's the your name again? Robbie. Not you, Robbie, Robbie. Robbie. Robbie, you're dead right. Um, you know, for me, it's like it's the parents that are looking for. You know, look at my lovely child. She hugs everybody. You know, and yeah. oh my God, she stuck her tongue out. She's not the perfect child. I'm not the perfect parent. What will I do? Uh, but uh, this all goes back. Again, she's only five. Like, my, my my kids, like, I'm going to visit a family on Friday. 
I'm living in Cork, my family are in Waterford. I wouldn't be down there that often. Like, my kids might, they might give my grandmother a, a hug goodbye on Friday, and they might not. But yes, exactly. every day when I take my kids from school, they hug their teacher goodbye. Yeah. Because they and see the okay teacher too. every single day. But again, is that they see the teacher every single day, so they're comfortable with that with that person. When well, you're taking a child into a situation... Yeah, so again, and as I said, like my kids wouldn't see their grandparents all that often in Waterford. Yeah. So then again, and when you go down relevant. there, they're, yeah. it's, they're strangers to them. So they're like, mm. I'm not really comfortable hugging a stranger. I'll hug my teacher. She's not related to me, but I see her every day. But yeah. I'm not going to hug this person who's related to me because I'm, I'm not too sure who they are I really because I don't really see her. them. But I, but, I, but I do believe, you know, um, for Ireland and the UK as well. Sorry, because I want to bring David in this because he's obviously originally from the UK. I do believe. Uh, sorry, David. I, I, yeah, I do believe that you know the, the hugging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, look, we're not French or we're not Italian. We don't kiss each other, you know, when we meet and all that kind of stuff, right? But but I do think as Irish and English people, we do hug each other. You know what I mean? It's a, you know, it, it is you know cultural as well. You know that if you haven't seen somebody in a while, you give them a hug. I mean that, and I'd hate to see that disappear from society because I think it's nice. Ooh. The same way as we shake hands. I remember during COVID, there was a whole thing about, oh, that's going to be the end of shaking hands forever now. And I said, not on my watch, it won't, because there's nothing wrong with oh, shaking hands with people. What a disgrace. Oh. That's a different show, right? Yeah, it is a different show. But what I'm saying is, I would hate to see the end of shaking hands. I would hate to see the end of people giving each other a hug that they haven't seen in a long time. Mm. I think they're nice things, Davis. Mm. No, um, I, I would shake hands with, with, with my friends. I, I shake hands. Or meeting them and parting, um, and that's it. And that doesn't matter whether they're male or female. Uh... No, if I haven't seen somebody in a while, male or female, I'd give them a hug, provided, and only provided, I felt that there was a social cue to do that. We're not five anymore. Yeah, I wouldn't obviously do it against somebody's will. Come here. <laughs> I'll get you. What about your hairy empty night? Be hairy auntie as she's long dead God bless her <laughs> You don't have to go anymore Thanks God Yeah I did No I did have to kiss me hairy auntie I did yeah. I think about it yeah, I, I, I wouldn't hug anybody I'd, 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 um, I'd, I'd hate being mauled by anybody and You wouldn't even give me a hug David no David well, you call it mauled Mauled yeah If we became If we became friends Then that's a possibility Okay But um I would have to be, uh, I would, you know, it depends how our relationship evolved, really. <laughs> John, hi. How are you? Yeah, I can't believe I'm listening to this tripe. <laughs> Turn it off. What? What, John? I mean, this idea, like you mean, that you're raising an adult. You're not raising the adult. You're no, 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 you're raising, no, I said you're raising somebody who will be an adult. You will, yeah, but I mean, that will come in its own time organically, right? I mean, when they're teenagers, they start to change and then they turn into a young adult and then they turn into a full adult. Now, my ex-partner, uh, she had a little girl when we met who was six years of age at the time, and she was hugging my mother, who was no blood DNA whatsoever connection to that little girl, but she organically hugged my mother from six to 15 when we split up, right? And she didn't have to be encouraged to do it, right? I'd see nothing at all wrong with, uh, first of all, if it's encouraged, right, look, well, if they're going out the door, well, look, what about your grandmother? Give her a hug before you go away. One should be enough to say it. It should go in then, and the child should automatically do it. 
And, I and what happens if they don't, if they stick their tongue out? Well, that's the height, that's the height of bad manners, like you mean. I mean, that's that's not on. That's not proper behaviour by a child. Like, and that should be reprimanded by the adult. The two adults said, well, that's if there's an adult in the room. And, and uh, tell them, look, no, no, you don't do this. Like, I mean, that's bad manners. When you go in the real world, you start sticking your tongue out of all the people and you'll see how that'll play out. <laughs> They're going to play out well now. So should you ever no. force them? Now, when I say force them, so if they don't do it the first time, are they kind of, as Robbie said, they'll hang on to his leg or something like that? Well, well you, you, get, you get children who are very shy as well, who, who are kind of shy as a guy with affection. They're just shy kids. Should you, you encourage know? them then? Should you say, oh, you oh, will you, you go over and give your granny a kiss? Yeah, go. like the point, you see, what you're finding is going into the adult side of it, right? You've just made a point there about, like, we're not great as a waste of people, and it's because you have 12 points of Heineken inside you. You'll hug the whole street then, right? <laughs> but the, the, <laughs> I believe you may have done that. But the whole thing about this, like, like, well, compared to the Greeks, men, we're talking about men especially, the Italian men, like I mean, the Sardinian men, all these people, they they love each other, they hug each other, like I mean, they're, and they're still very manly people, but they have no problem with affection. But I mean, as this idea, like I mean, that's, my, oh my God, the, the four-year-old should nearly give written consent before the hugs his grandmother. What a crock of shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you go, David. That's a crock of shit. Yeah, well, fair enough. That's yeah. a different view. Each their own. Yeah. I mean, it is, and I, by the way, I think both views are right. It depends on how you want to raise your child, doesn't it? Yeah. Because Absolutely. I, I, I don't think, I, I mean, I don't buy into all of this. I mean, I think, as I said at the very start, I think consent is a really important thing to teach the child, that nobody does anything yeah. to you without, you know, you letting us know as parents yeah. or talk to a grown-up if you're concerned or whatever. Oh, yeah. that's really important, right? But I, I also equally believe it's important that they show respect for their granny or their elders. And I think yeah. it's equally important that we teach them that affection is okay as well, that there are times when it's okay. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I can see the deal. I can see the four-year-old then in years to come if you're going to follow this logic inside, like when it then turns into a serial killer, right? And then it can use like the fact that it was made hug its grandmother like at four, and that's why it turned out to be a serial <laughs> killer. <laughs> they made me hug my granny. That's why I killed her. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been right since. I've never been right since. <laughs> Stay there, John. Let me go to Eric as well. Eric, hi. How are you? How's things, mate? All good? All good. All good, Eric. Are you on a speakerphone? You're a bit low, but however, we'll deal with it. Sorry, hang on. Just that there for you. Hang on, amigo. Okay. Man, better than live radio, should not it? Eric, are you on a speakerphone? Yeah, that's much, that, that's much better, Eric. Yeah. Basically, um, my my opinion now about it, it's uh, you know, when I was five, I I ran to my granny to try to give her a hug. I don't have opportunity to do that anymore. But if I did, I'd still be giving her a hug. You know. Yeah. That yeah. that child may that child may grow up and you know regret the, the times when they didn't go. I I you know, I mean, as one of your listeners said, you don't know exactly why. You know, the child doesn't want it. Um, but for me, I was always mad to go and give my grandparents a hug. Mm. Um, you know, obviously, thank God I still, have, I still have a set here with me. 
and I'll still do the exact same at Christmas. I'll still give them a hug and all that and a kiss and stuff like that. But to me, it's just an affection thing. I mean, that five-year-old will want to hug our granny and maybe down to the fact the five-year-old doesn't see the granny um, so often. But to me, you know, it's the first thing I used to do going to my grandmother's giving them a hug, you know. Mm. And, and do you think it's really important? Of course it is. Jesus, of course it is. Listen, your grandparents, the only which you, those of us that are lucky to have known our grandparents, we only have a limited amount of time with them. 20 Some years, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's, it's, it's vitally important to give them affection, give them love and all that. And, it, you know, obviously not everyone has a hairy auntie, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Is well, my hairy auntie going to be the topic of conversation for this whole show? Yeah. <laughs> well, love it. Like even at that meal, like if I like see my aunties, I only see my aunties once a year, twice a year. And it was like that when I was younger, and I'd still give them a hug. So at the end of the day, they're family. You know what I mean? I mean. And were your parents, were, Eric? Were your parents affectionate? Well, well. To find the term affectionate. I mean, do, I mean, did you home. did you witness no. your mum and dad hugging each other, giving each other a kiss in the morning, kiss goodbye? You know, did no. you did you witness affection? Only for like birthdays and stuff. For it was Valentine's Day and stuff like that. Like my dad would come in and, and give her a peck or something like that. And then my mum would make a comment saying, "I get away from you, dirty elf or something like that." You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you're only after one thing. But there's nothing worse. But see, I, I, I think, I know some people don't like public displays of affection, blah, 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 right? But I, I, was, I was out shopping the other day and I seen this couple and they were a fairly young couple. Now, I'd say they were only in their late 20s, early 30s. And he was walking about three yards behind his missus. And, and he didn't look like he wanted to be there, to be honest with you. And I said, like, that, that relationship is doomed. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I mean, yeah. I, I, we always hold hands, you know, or whatever. We're on holidays. We always hold hands and we're walking around. It's just, it's a nice thing to do. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it, it, it's all paralyzed affection on that. But it's just, when you're with someone that you love, you know, it just, some, just sometimes you're like that. But if you're losing the interest or if you've had a barney and you're out in public, you are tend to stay maybe a meter or two away from them. You know, but I just, I just can't understand why why you would have to force a child to go hug the grandparents unless they're just not close or whatever. At the end of the day, if the mother and, you know, the mother-in-law or whatever had a bit of a barney, that child should be, like, that has nothing to do with the child. The child shouldn't be, I just hope that, like, that child isn't forced at the end to not go near their granny. You know what I mean? If, if, if it comes to the next couple of days when they're visiting and the child doesn't want her or something like that, I hope it doesn't need to you know, um, my child isn't hugging you because of blah, 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 you know. Again, after the day, grand, grandparents are special. And that five-year-old, no matter what that mother wants to admit or not, there's going to come a day where that, that five-year-old is going to grow up when she's grown to be an, a teenager or a young, a young woman and stuff like that, and she's going to want to hug that granny for life, and she won't be there anymore. That's a fair, David, that's a fair point, isn't it? You know, they, they, don't, they don't know what they're missing out on. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> they, they they do because they don't want to get involved in it. Um, I, I just have this issue with um, forcing something. There is something going on there. Unfortunately, um, I wasn't forced to hug my grannies or whatever else. But no, well, the only thing that might be going on is the child just might be a bit shy. Not the forcing of that. that yeah, you know, I, I think I don't think we're. Well, I'm not a child psychologist. I I, I would like to 
put run this idea past a child psychologist to see what they say. Mm. Um, um, Everything must be understood, no. Oh, hey, by the way, if there's, like a, if there's a child psychologist listening, you're welcome to call in. By the way, can I just point out? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch what John said, but. Um, I said, uh, I said, why does everything have to be analysed to death? Know that everyone needs a psychologist. Uh, or if, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, the, uh, I mean, it's just crazy stuff. Like, why don't just people just deal with the stuff? And no, I mean, me, look, what? Sorry, John, cut across you. No, like, just, just to me, the overall conclusion for me is that if it's an auntie or an uncle, yeah, right, fair enough. You don't have to be forced to be hugging them. Fair enough. But if it's your, if it's your grandparents. You should want to go hug them, because the grand like to just to reiterate my point, grandparents are special, and regardless of you don't have, you're not like that. If if you if you're cold and you're from an upbringing, you're cold and all that, you're not gonna become a serial killer or any of that crap. But there's gonna come a day where you're just you're gonna regret it, and it's gonna be it's gonna be hanging over you. And whether I didn't get the agendas there, the English Davis, there, Davis, Davis, yeah, Davis, David, sorry, beg your pardon. To me, it's it's like he just didn't have that growing up. He didn't have a grandparent that was there, you know, that he saw once a week or whatever the case may be. I'm not looking to, to get under the skin by making that comment or anything like that. But to me, you know, as soon as I hear about this, it's like, how can you possibly want to force a child to cling on to something that is just precious from the moment? Mm. Da- like, I, mean, I mean, David, did, did you have, when you were young, I don't know if I've asked you this already, were, you, were your parents affectionate, David? Um, well, my dad died when I was ten. Um, my grandfather. Sorry to hear that. But, oh, sorry. Yeah, well, he that was uh, seventy-one. Um, so, um, my grand one grandfather died in sixty-five. The other one died in sixty-seven. So I was what five, seven, and um, ten, eleven when when or ten when when um, my all, all the males in my family died. Mm. Um, you know, that was, that was so, so kind of half your family was wiped out by the time you got to 10. Yeah. So that, that was difficult. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, it wasn't. That was just the way it was. It's, it's, it's um, when John just said, you know, so just don't analyze the hell out of anything and, and sort of get on with it. Well, that's exactly what we did. And I, uh, I get on with it now. I, I don't regret anything. I, and I'm not saying there was anything about the way you were raised because you were obviously raised by your mom, and I get that. But but the yeah. thing is, that there was those grannies and granddads weren't really around for your childhood, and Eric is making well, a point that that, that if they had been, if they had been, well, my, you would have valued um, that more. My 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 father's mother lived literally just around the corner. It was less than a hundred yards away. Mm. Um, but we didn't we didn't want to go around there, and we didn't. Um, you know, the only time we, uh, if she needed anything, we'd go and fix, sort it out, or, or deal with it, mm. and go around there and d- deal with it. But it wasn't through. Uh, you know, we'd <laughs> we'd much rather be going down to the park or going off sailing or doing something for ourselves. Melissa, hi, how are hi. you? Hi, Niall, how are you? I'm it's, good. So, just got the lights up, and there's a bit of a storm coming. I hope they oh. stay up, Niall. Oh, where, where, <laughs> where's the storm? Weather forecast. Where? Where? Uh, it won't be hitting us in the southeast anyway, thankfully. All right, okay, okay. So where it's so it's not going to hit Waterford. I didn't actually. I I did read something about an orange alert or some sort of alert there this morning. All right. Ah, yeah, yeah. You know, but here's the thing. It's it hasn't stopped raining for the last two months. 
But well, we've had a very dry week down here in Mossford, sunny oh, south east corner, you know, yeah. so we're kind of sheltered from all that down here. It's lovely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as you know, I'm up and down to Northern Ireland constantly all the time, and it's, I, yeah, I just think you, it's, it's colder and wetter up there. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. more. That's why I moved to this corner. <laughs> so, Melissa, I mean, is there anything wrong yeah. with saying to your kids, you know, give your granny a hug, for God's sake? Is there anything wrong with I want with to go us? back to the actual topic of the email of the lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And as a disability advocate, and I'm glad you read that out before I came on to get the full story of what that lady was. And yeah. as a disability advocate, a lot of children, one in 30, well, they're, they're only giving us the, the stats from yeah. the six counties, but, you know, that we're still waiting for them down this side. But, you know, we can generally say it's the same, right? Yeah. Um, of sensory issues. Of under the autism spectrum, and that should be something that may be looked into for that. Oh, okay, okay. And um, of assessment on that corner, and on the other corner, I am going to pull up a sound of silence campaign around Ireland that eighty percent of people who are sexually abused are by someone they know. So no child should ever be forced in any manner to hug. I'm a hugger. Serious hugger. I go out and in protest, I'd be hugging everyone. <laughs> but where, um, well, where did you learn to When I say, where did you learn to hug? From my parents. That, that's, isn't that it? So we learn but I have affection to say, too. Oh, absolutely. I was brought up to have affection. But then I remember going like at five and six years of age to my grandmother's house. She was a very large woman. Okay. <laughs> a farmer. And my grandfather was a small man, but he farmed. And um, I found him very affectionate, but I found her very cold. And I never wanted to hug her. And it wasn't, it was her authority of, I'm running the house. Like, we I, we were brought up to respect our elders. Yeah. Now, she didn't hug us either. <laughs> he did, but she didn't. Um. It was like the women back in the day were the strong oh, householders and they had to, and my grandmother in Waterford, I had a grandmother in Limerick and I had a grandmother in Waterford and I was afraid and I, I, I didn't like hugging any of them yeah. and my one of my grandfathers was um, like that poor gentleman before and he, my dad's father died when he was 10 so she became a strong woman of eight children. And my grandmother, what the mammies were the, the archives of the house. They didn't talk, they were too busy organising everybody and doing the work. And I remember going in and seeing my grandmother on her knees scrubbing a cement floor. The house is still there. I have still family living there. And that's in Limerick. Mm. And well, but no, I, w- I want to just get back to when we when I say you have to. Tr- she wasn't a hugger. Okay. It was the men taught me to hug, not the women the back in the day. Yeah. Is what yeah, I'm but, but what, yeah, but what I'm saying is when you know people say this to me that you should never tell it or tell a child twice or whatever it is to hug somebody. Surely it is important as well training or teaching or raising whatever word you want to use a child. Yeah. For all the basics in life, including consent, by the way, which is really important, that you talk to a child about, you know, never letting anybody do anything to them that they don't want them done, done to them, etc., etc. Unfortunately, Ireland has a bad history of that. Abs- kind of absolutely. Abs- and it's normally by somebody in the family. I, I, I witnessed a sister of mine being forced to hug someone that later abused her. 
Yeah, and that's of a family that, and friend, and that's and, sh- and that's shocking, right. Melissa. So we have to actually talk about this publicly as well. Okay, and it is shocking, but let's be clear: most people are not These abusers. Other issues, yeah. No, oh, absolutely yeah, but, not. Yeah. But okay, but so so the point the point I want to make is equally it's important, Melissa. Okay, friend, new okay. statistics out now this year. Okay, so we have to recognize this. I know, I, I do recognize it, but I also believe it's equally important, as well as teaching a child consent and boundaries, it's equally important that we teach a child that there are times when it's okay to, to be affectionate. Yeah. But is that not for the parents? To well, but that's exactly what I'm saying. When my, when, I love him every day. That's what I'm saying. When my mom and dad used to say to me, go over and give your granny a hug, and I'd look at them and go, and they go, go over and give her a hug before we go. I don't see any harm I, in that. We always did that. You always hold your grandparents. Grandparents are the pillars of society. We wouldn't be Thank here you. only for them. And it's, again, a breaking down of the nuclear family if you can't respect your elders and your grandparents. That they are the pitiful pillar of the nuclear family. Do you believe that people nowadays are less affectionate than they were, say, 20 or 30 years ago? Yes, because, like, you know, they're on their phones and obviously the IT and we all see it. I live with it. I have a 20-year-old son. But I love when all his mates come into my house we go, hi, Melissa, and give you a hug. Mm. And I'll do the door, let him in, go, hi, Melissa, and give you a hug. There's nothing wrong with hugging people because actually 20 seconds of a hug can actually in your body bring in good um, chemicals into your body. Yeah, it releases endorphins and all that kind of thing. It, it is provided, of course, you're, you're consenting to it and you're happy enough to do it. It is good for you. Sorry, Eric, you were trying to say something there, Eric. Go ahead. No, no Alicia, I completely agree with the statement she made there. Pillars of society and some of that she, she mentioned about grandparents. I mean, that's literally at the end of the day. Like, we're not here without our grandparents. But the, just one little point, I mean, the fact that that child sticks her tongue out and all that and she's grabbing on to the mother. I don't know, to me, you know, it's, 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 that's a little bit of a worrying sign of, you know, you know, it, it could be, a, I don't say bad parenting. I don't say it's bad no, parenting. the child but... might have sensory well, well, The child may have sensory issues, but the child may also just be bold, Melissa. Mm. Hold on, no, hang on, hang on a second. John, go on. What do you want to say to Melissa there? Go ahead. Disability children have been ignored in this country for years. Okay, well, hang on. Sorry, John, you want to say something there? Go ahead. Well, I mean, of course, there's bald children there, there's spiled children there, there, there is, and that's the only sensory autism. Um, on they the might, spectrum yeah, right, that they haven't might, been I mean, diagnosed yet. So you don't get are, to they, call a child that has a disability bold. But nobody's calling a child with a disability bold. What we're saying, Melissa, is yes, there are children who have issues, have a sensory issues, and that's why, and maybe there are some that aren't diagnosed, but there are also equally as many bold children. There are children yeah, who are you know, just bold. I don't bold. come across many bold children, personally. Oh, well, I okay. mean, bold, bold, this will never go out. Children will always be bold. And but you like all the children boundaries. under autism are called bold. Ah, well, you don't have to keep bringing autism I mean, into it. I, I, I've already explained that we understand if a child has autism or sensory issues. Leave that aside. We're just saying that there are good children and there are bold children in society. Yeah. They're just days, well, so you can't deny parents, that. not bold children. I don't huh. blame the child, I blame the parents. Well, maybe yes. Maybe it's the bad, they've been badly raised. I don't know. But there are children who are spoilt. 
There are children who are bold. There are children who are too boisterous. There are children who are just rude. There are bold children. Again, a child can only be reared to, uh, you know, what monkey see, monkey do. That's all I can say on that one. I would agree with that most of the time. But that doesn't explain how, say, a parent, and I remember one of the lads came on the air once and he told me he ended up as a heroin addict. He ended up, you know, climbing out the window of his house and meeting people and robbing cars. And now he turned his life around. Now he's married, happily married with three kids. And he regrets all that part of his life. But he said to me that it's not the parents because he said he had good parents. His brothers and sisters turned out fine. Nothing wrong with them. But he went wayward. So what I'm saying is sometimes it can be within a person too, I believe. I people I believe that can be in somebody's personality DNA. Some people are just some kids are just bold. Yeah, exactly. Disobedient. Yeah. You know what I mean? And rude. I know I know I, I mean Melissa, I know adults who are obnoxious, who are rude, who are patronizing. They don't have autism. I find children that are in from someone that's walking towards seven years Nile in community and working with many families, you know, grassroots wise. Nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, that child is seeking attention for some other area in that child's life. And that's the truth that I have come across. And that's of 37 years of my experience. I'm not not denying that maybe they are seeking attention, but that still doesn't get away from the fact some children are just spoiled. But you're a child... And, and but that goes for adults too, by the way. Adults who are rude are just seeking attention, probably dog. too. Yeah. A dog won't bark 24 hours a day unless the dog has been neglected. Simple as. It's no, I, I'm not comparing a dog to a child. Clearly. No, I get the point you're making. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make a point here that if a child is acting out to that extent of a manner, there's something else, you know, underlining in that child's life that needs to be addressed. Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.